Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. Welcome to The Photo Detective, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. My mom gave me all the family photos. The earliest picture on my dad's side dates to about 1895. My great-grandfather's in there. So is my grandfather as a young lad. On her side of the family, a cousin connected me with images from the 1890s as well. All of the pictures that I have in my family collection came from relatives. Now imagine a serendipitous family photo find, one that you didn't expect. That's what happened to me on an ordinary day, no searching required. Photo historian William Dara, in his book Carts de Visite, mentioned that every Civil War soldier was photographed. Let that sink in. That means that someone in your family might be depicted in a photograph, and someone in my family might be be depicted in a photograph, if we can find it. Now, that statement isn't as odd as it appears. There were approximately 3,000 photographers working during the war, and many of those soldiers visited studios to send home an image of themselves, some posed before they left home. Matthew Brady's photographers and many other photographers traveled with the troops. I have three great-great-grandfathers that fought during the war. I've always wondered what they looked like. While an image of my paternal great-great-grandfather James Wilson has proved elusive, I found images of the ships on which he served. His pension papers tell me that he had red hair, a color that this family hasn't seen since. His enlistment papers mention a tattoo of a coat of arms on his right forearm. Boy, I wish I knew what that was for. Another great-great-grandfather, James Kelly, well, his photo hasn't been found either yet, but a description in his pension papers and enlistment papers mentioned that he had sandy hair and green eyes. My very troublesome ancestor, Peter Taylor, only served for a few months. 
I thought finding a picture of him in uniform wasn't possible. I'd made an assumption. I mean, really, he was only in for three months. But I was wrong. Plus, I've had so much trouble piecing together his life and putting together what I'm hoping is a good timeline of this man's life. Finding a photograph was just one more challenge, one for another day. And yet, there he was, right in front of me. The other day, I was on a local history Facebook page. And there was this really nice picture from the Civil War of a few men photographed by Brady on the eve of the first Battle of Bull Run. And one of the men was named Taylor. And in the discussion about when the photograph was taken and which group was depicted, the person mentioned in a comment that the Taylor was Peter Taylor. And here's the really strange part of this whole piece of serendipity. That photo is part of the Providence Public Library collection. My ancestor served in a nearby town, not in Providence. And yet, the Second Rhode Island Volunteers collection is at the Providence Public Library. It sits in a box about a mile from my house. And I have been to the Providence Public Library more times than I can count. And I've been to that special collections department many, many times. And it's a fabulous collection. But my ancestor in that photograph, I'd given up hope. Not only that I would find any additional information on him, but that I'd even ever see what he looked like. Now, of course, I can't wait to see what else they have, but I have to wait for construction at the library to stop before I can go down there and take a look. Then it started me thinking that looking for images of our Civil War ancestors would make a good topic for a podcast, and several people wrote to me to suggest it. So here goes. First, start with home sources and what you know. If you don't own any photographs of your family taken during the Civil War, don't despair. Start by networking with relatives to see what they have in their collections. They may have one. Photos get passed down in irregular patterns, not necessarily from the oldest to the oldest child. So try looking for images by asking cousins and looking at the trees online to see if anyone that you're related to from that time period might have a picture. It's possible. If that doesn't work, then try the following resources. I will have a PDF attachment for the show notes for this episode, just so that you can click the links. Here are some of the places that you can consider checking. The United States Army Military History Institute the largest collection of military images from the Mexican-American War, which is 1846 to 1848, to the present is in this organization's archives. And of course, the show notes will have the link. You can search their digital collection and then order copies of any relevant images. For instance, in the 1880s, the Massachusetts Group, the Military Order of the Loyal Legion of the United States, set out to collect images of the war. 
In the 1970s, these images became part of the United States Army Heritage and Education Center at Carlisle Barracks, Pennsylvania. Francis Miller's 1911-1912 photographic history of the Civil War includes pictures as well, and some of those were borrowed and copied for the publication, and those were donated to the United States Army Heritage and Education Center as well. Our nation's library, the Library of Congress, the Prince and Photograph Division, actually has a pretty extensive collection of Civil War images. Many of them were donated uh, by a, a father and son who collected these images. So if you go to the Library of Congress website, select Prints and Photographs from the drop-down menu, and then search by specific name, military unit, or just browse using the gallery view option. Any images may be downloaded, but some may only be downloaded if you're on site at the library. Civil War Images is a featured collection within the Library of Congress Prints and Photographs Division page. The National Archives also has military photographs from the Civil War period. The records of the Office of the Chief Signal Officer, Record Group 111. Records of the War Department General and Special Staffs, Record Group 165. The records include photographs from Matthew Brady's collection. Photographs from the Quartermaster's Department of the Corps of Engineers. And photographs private citizens donated to the War Department. All of these collections were once part of the War Department Library and have been cataloged and published as the list of photographs and photographic negatives relating to the war for the Union. And this is microfilmed as National Archives microfilm publication T251. You frankly never know where images of your ancestors are going to pop up. And sometimes you wait years, if not decades, in like in my part, to locate them or to stumble across them. But you should always check for local sources as well. For instance, public libraries in the areas in which your ancestors served may have collections. I didn't find my ancestor's picture in the Pawtucket Public Library. I actually found it in the Providence Public Library, which has a large Rhode Island materials collection. I know, for instance, that the Rhode Island State Archives has a collection of images, and they also have a collection of other military papers that would be interesting to look, look at for the Civil War period. I have, and you should check, the State Archives and the public libraries in the areas in which your ancestors lived. Send me an email at photodetective at maureentaylor.com and let me know where you found a picture of your Civil War ancestor. I've heard of all kinds of discoveries, including people going to a city hall and stepping into the main lobby, and there hanging on the wall is a picture of the two officers, or several of the officers, and pictures of all the people that served with them, just hanging in a public area in the civil wall, city hall. Now, these aren't cataloged anywhere. It's just a random discovery. So let me know. Email me and let me know where you have found an image of your Civil War ancestor. 
certainly historical societies as well as archives are great places to look. Now, here's an oldie but a goodie. It's a classic. James Nagel's U.S. Military Records, A Guide to Federal and State Sources. It's an ancestry publication from 1994. This sits on my office reference shelf because it contains more than a dozen listings for archives with photo collections. It's a long time since 1994, and I'm sure many collections are now online. You can also use online search engines to find their websites, then start looking for images. One of the sources you should definitely check out is Cindy's List, C-Y-N-D-I-S-L-I-S-T dot com. Cindy has been updating links on her site for a very long time, and there's an entire category called the U.S. Military Civil War. If you click that link, then you find other links by topic, and then you click that. And you you basically dig deep into the links to find what you're looking for. It's a great resource. There is a magazine called Military Images Magazine, and it's not just Civil War related, but that doesn't mean that you won't find what you're looking for. Uh, They now have an option for a digital subscription, uh, but it's militaryimagesmagazine.com. Pretty simple. Don't forget, this is all in a PDF attachment uh, and in the show notes. So you can go back and and click these links and find and take a search, see what you can find. Let's talk about a couple of unusual places where you might find an image. How about a reunion site? So if you used an online photo reunion site such as Dead Fred or ancientfaces.com, you might find a picture of your Civil War ancestor. Maybe it appeared in a book and someone put those on the reunion sites. Maybe it's someone reaching out because they don't know who's in the image. You just never know what you're going to find on a reunion site. And here's an example. So my friend Midge was on Dead Fred and saw a man that she thought looked familiar. And the name was Joseph Schofield. And that is one of Midge's great-grandfathers. If the creator of the site, Joe Bott, has purchased that image and put it up on Dead Fred, and you write him an email, that picture might actually become part of your family collection. Seriously. Look in the related episodes for my interview with Joe Bott of Dead Fred. You can contact reenactment groups, and here's why you might want to do it. Reenactment groups for an ancestor's regiment might have information that you haven't seen elsewhere. Many of these groups collect material, historical material, on the people that served in the regiment. You can find these reenactment groups by using a simple search like on google.com, for instance, that could connect you with others interested in the history of a group. Don't forget to check social media for uh, some pages that might relate to that group as well. And then you can email them and see what they have, and they can email you back, things like that. You can even have a conversation on social media. Which brings brings me to my next point, which is definitely use social media. Don't ignore the possibilities of finding descendants of your Civil War ancestors using social media sites like Flickr.com, or Facebook, or even Twitter. And you can start by searching for surnames using the search boxes for these sites. 
In my case, I have signed up for a lot of local history Facebook pages, and that is what made the difference for me. Someone found these images online and posted them to that local history Facebook page. If they hadn't done that, I'm not sure that that conversation that took place with other individuals with more Civil War knowledge than I have, mentioning things about the image and mentioning who was in it, I'm not sure I'd ever would have found a picture of Peter Taylor. You can also try eBay and other auction sites. So set up an alert for your surname so that you won't miss auctions that include lost family items, photographs included. A colleague of mine from Rhode Island, Rachel Pierce, owned an image of her ancestor, Charles C. Baker of North Kingstown, Rhode Island. And he was the first Civil War casualty for the town. He was only 17 at the time, and he'd served with the 4th Rhode Island Company H. Well, guess what? One day while searching on eBay, she discovered another image of him, one that was not like the one that she had. Try the auction sites. I think they're pretty wonderful. You can find some amazing things on those auction sites. There are also some websites that are Civil War specific. Here's a couple of them. CivilWarPhotos.net has a searchable database of 1,200 photographs. A good resource for information on Civil War photography in general is the nonprofit Center for Civil War Photography. Again, all these links are in the show notes, and there will be a separate PDF that you'll be able to download. Even if you don't end up finding a picture of your Civil War ancestor, there are other ways to think about what they looked like. You know, in my case, I found a lot in the pension papers, where it mentioned a physical description of my ancestors. In one case, that tattoo was mentioned in the enlistment papers. You could try searching the newspapers for a description of the uniform worn by your ancestor. Uh, There is no comprehensive guide to what soldiers wore during that period, no standardized uniforms, and that's the beautiful thing about a website that's brand new called Civil War Photo Sleuth. I interviewed Kurt Luther in episode number 24. It's a great site that brings together images of Civil War participants, They have facial comparison built in. He has a way for you to upload your image and then add lots of descriptors about the uniform and what parts of the uniform exist in that image. And then other people can search it as well. And so you should definitely check Civil War Photo Sleuth because it is growing. There is an artist, uh, an illustrator by the name of Don Troiani, and he does a lot of research, painstaking research, to get the uniforms that he draws right in his books. If you go on like a site like Amazon.com, for instance, and search Don Troiani, you will see a list of the books that he has put together. Um, definitely worth looking at. I look at them all the time. Here's the thing. It's not that I found a picture of Peter Taylor in uniform that astounds me as much as it is the wonder at gazing at his face. This is the man that I looked for for a very long time. Uh, It makes me wish uh, that my dad was still with us so I could say, look, here's Peter Taylor. 
your great-grandfather, the man we couldn't find, the mystery man in the family. So what did I do when I first saw that picture online? Well, first, I called a friend, actually a colleague and a friend. And then I emailed my two first cousins on my paternal side to send them the picture and to say, finally, here's our great-great-grandfather. Here's what he looks like. Here he is on the eve of the Battle of Bull Run. Pretty exciting. You might find your ancestor as well. So start looking and let me know at photodetective at maureentaylor.com. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. Leave me a rating and a review. And if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.